Hello, my podcast family. Welcome to Caregiving is a Ministry, where we look at the Word of God through the lens of caregiving. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook at Caregiving is a Ministry, all one word. We're on the 16th Psalm, and I'll be reading from the New International Version. Now, I want you to listen closely, because this is another tricky um, psalm in which we have to find the category. Okay, here we go. Keep me safe, my God. For in you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, you are my Lord. Apart from you I have no good thing. I say of the holy people who are in the land, they are the noble ones in whom is all my delight. Those who run after other gods will suffer more and more. I will not, not pour out libations of blood to such gods or take up their names on my lips. Lord, you alone are my portion and my cup. You make my lot secure. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Surely, surely I have a delightful inheritance. I will praise the Lord who counsels me. Even at night, my heart instructs me. I keep my eyes always on the Lord. With him at my right hand, I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices. My body also will rest secure because you will not abandon me to the realm of the dead, nor will you let your faithful one see decay. You make known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence with eternal life pleasures at your hand. Okay, so this psalm was authored by David. Let's just get that out of the way. But based on what I've just read, what do you think the category is? I believe that this is a psalm of thanksgiving, and I base that on how the psalm ends. If you were to Google it, you would find all various types of categories that aren't the top five of different people trying to say um, where they think it falls in. They say it's a psalm of faith or of confidence, or of truth. And all of those things can be summed up, I guess, as the subject, but not the overall category. I think it is a Thanksgiving category. But one could make an argument that it is a lament just based on the first verse alone, when David asked God to keep him safe. But it's just one verse, so I'm going to go with Thanksgiving for the latter. So let's see how it, let's see how we how we work it out. See if you agree with my logic. David begins by asking God's protection. He wants him to protect him. Now, the time frame in which this psalm was written isn't known, but we know David's history, right? He was either running from King Saul or he was king watching Israel become more of an idolatrous nation. So he asked God to protect him, right? And then after he asked for that protection, he declares that he, he's going to put his trust in God because he says, you are my refuge. Then he makes these declarations of who God is and what God is to him, right? In verses um, that say, you are my Lord, apart from you, I have no good thing. That's um, verse two. I will not worship other gods, right? Lord, you alone are my portion and my cup, which is another way of saying you are my everything, 
right? I will praise the Lord who counsels me. I keep my eyes always on the Lord. So David is saying what he will do in response to God being so good to him and for God keeping him safe. Now, these declarations are sprinkled in between David sort of describing what's occurring around him. We see that others are apparently worshiping other gods. That's why he says that he won't do it, right? That's Israel becoming more idolatrous. Um, David encourages the faithful people to stay faithful. That's in verse 3. He um, expresses his gratitude of God granting him land, right? Where he says, my boundaries. He's happy with his boundaries, which could mean that there was a battle and David won. And so his boundary lines have increased, you know, his territory, his properties. And then you notice that he says that he's now happy with his inheritance. So he probably acquired more land in a battle. Then we go to verses 9 and 11. Um, where he really starts to express his gratitude or thanksgiving for all that God has done for him. He declares that God um, has made his journey clear, right? And in God, David finds joy. So based on all that, that's why I lumped this psalm as being a psalm of thanksgiving, because in the end, David is really thanking God for what he's done. Even though he doesn't say thank you, that's the tone that I get when I read it. And I think it's a great practice for all of us to sit down and make declarations to God of who he is to us and, and, and what he's done for us in our own lives. You know, to really think about all that God has brought you through. Even in this season of caregiving, if you sit down, I am sure that you can find God's goodness and how he has increased your boundaries, not giving you more responsibility. Well, maybe he did, but in giving you more responsibility, he still allowed you to be able to handle it. So sit down and just see what God has done for you and, and, and seek his counsel, right? And to make sure that you walk, you are walking in the path that he has created for you. Um, to ask the Holy Spirit to reveal, you know, anything that you've placed in position higher than your relationship with God. You know, David says he's not going to bow down to other um, gods. He's not going to give them libation. That's bringing a sacrifice, which is what the pagan um, communities or nations did to, you know, the, the Greek gods and goddesses, Olympics, uh, Olympias, Zeus and all those. They would bring sacrifices to him, right? sometimes blood sacrifices and David is saying I'm not going to do that I'm not going to place anyone higher than my God is there something that you've placed higher than God and in this day and age it's so easy for us to do right to get distracted um, by things that take us away from God my I have a litmus test and my litmus test is what is the first thing that I'm thinking about when I get up in the morning Normally, when I wake, now this has only occurred in the last, I want to say 10 years, but normally when I wake, I wake up with a song of praise on my lips. Like I can hear it, me singing it, or it just playing in my head, right? And, um, and it's interesting because I'll wake up 
and it'll be and I'll remember it and then as soon as I get up and I you know brush my teeth and do all those things I forget what the song was but I remembered that I woke up singing a song of praise to the Lord or I'll just wake up with the awareness that God has woken me up this day you know gratitude thanksgiving it's a new day but then there are those days when I wake up and my to-do list is on my mind you know I gotta go you know I gotta go um uh, maintenance for the car I gotta write this paper for class Ooh, I gotta call such and such and whatever and then I'm also thinking oh and I gotta make time to pray I gotta have my devotion time with God but I'm saying it to remind myself that it's something that I know that I need to do and that I, I kind of really don't want to do it because I need to be about these things right and it's when I start to think like that that I realize oh okay I'm placing this and everything that I have to do in front of the God who's going to make sure that I do what needs to be done and I want him his blessings over my day and so I need to make time for him right to make God the most important person in my life and so I recognize if I don't sit down with him and, and, and truly want to just be in his presence and chat with him for a little while, my day's not going to go good anyway. So I've, I am still learning, but I'm getting better at it to just wake up. And if I wake up, you know, kind of in a frenzy, I got to do this. I'm like, nope, I'm still going and doing my devotion time. And if I'm late for an appointment, if I'm late, then whatever. But I know that I need that time with God. When I'm worried, when I wake up, that's what's on my mind. Sometimes it's the to-do list, sometimes it's worry. And when I was caring for mama, sometimes it was like that as well. And I would just have to turn that over to the Lord. What's your litmus test? What's that thing that allows you to know that um, hmm, maybe you need to do some adjustments? Maybe you're not placing God at the priority of your life. And I think we all need that litmus test or kind of like a gut check just to make sure that we're still on the path that God has placed before us that he is still the most important person in our lives because we don't want to be like Samson who thought God was with him only to discover at the nth hour when it was too late that he wasn't right and so I want you to think today of who God is to you Read the Psalms again. Who is God to you today? And based on who he is to you and what he's done for you, how will you continue to serve him? That's your assignment. Let's pray. Dear Lord, we thank you. We thank you for being a God who does keep us safe. We thank you for being a God who has opened yourself up to us so that we can come before you and just tell you what is on our hearts and we tell you what's on our hearts not because we think that you don't really know but we tell you what's on our hearts as a way of being truthful to you about what's going on and and being vulnerable to you to lay it all before you father We recognize that when we come into your presence, even though we may come to you with one thing, just being in a mode of prayer allows all of the junk to surface 
in our hearts. And so we find ourselves praying and declaring about things that we hadn't really planned on. But it was it is because you are so holy that when we come in your presence, we can't help but confess and to proclaim and to sing praises before you. Thank you for being our God. Help identify anything that we have placed before you and help us to relinquish it. We want our lives to be a truly shining example of what being a person in your kingdom is like. Help us to seek your instruction and that when you give your instruction, help us to be obedient and to follow it. Help us to walk in the path of life that you have placed before us and that even though this season of caregiving may be a struggle, to still know that it is where you would have us to be and to be able to walk in this season with love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. Help us to find pleasure in only you, Lord, and help us to magnify your name in everything that we do. This we ask in the math ask in the matchless name of Jesus, the risen Savior, we pray. Amen. All right. I want you to have a good day today and go minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus. Have a good Friday. Bye.